Hey guys, Rizwan here from Tokyo Secrets. Um, tonight we're going to be reviewing episode 7 of Kamen Rider Ghost. And also talking about the most recent news on uh, Dobutsu Sentai Zeozer. Hope I'm saying that right. If not, well, Zapan, help me out here. Anyway, as I said, I'm Rizwan, also known as uh, CMD Drake on Twitter and Instagram. Phoenix Lemon on Steam if you want to hit me with some for some video games. And the blue commander of Otaku Center Ranger and Commander Drake of Anime Secrets. And I'm joined by What's up guys? I'm Nippin Dasaw, my agent's name on Anime Secrets is Spoken Silver, and I am also Otaku Sentai Digirangers Silver Knight. What is going on? And we're also joined by Hey, what's up guys? It's Anthony Davis, also known as White Angel in Digiranger. And I'm also Kyoru Green in the Power Chamber, and I'm also joined by. Uh, this is Ronald Butty, aka the Green Terrier from Otaku Sentai Digi Ranger, aka the Bringer of Storms, aka the Texas Trap King, aka Mr. You Already Know It, aka <laughs> You Already Seen It, aka once it goes up, it stays up. AKA. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> um, AKA, I'm you're done. done. I'm done. Um, Let's just uh, re like dump it, like uh, cut it down to like Ronald Buzzy, AKA the king of AKAs. So. No, I, I think this is becoming a part of our staple now as Tuku Secrets that we yeah. have Ronald's do. This long string of AKAs that make no sense whatsoever. Like, Texas Trap King? What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> and also, once it goes up, it never comes down? What? Hey, I've been lived in Texas hey, for a little hey, bit. That's probably I was, what people I was referring to my status, okay? I wasn't referring to any sexual innuendos, all you creeps mm. out there. Mm. Oh, man. Okay. Well, like I said, um, we're reviewing episode 7 of Common Rider Ghost, but real quick, before we get onto that train, get it, because Tokyo's gone and we can't get on a train anymore. Mm, boohoo. Um, Tears. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Debutsu Sentai Zyozer will be premiering on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2016, so... A, for all of y'all out all there... y'all furries, it's about to get wild. <laughs> I can't believe you said that on a podcast. To all of the furries out there who may be listening, Anime Secrets and Tuka Secrets has by no means any like hatred towards furries. We actually like y'all, so any anger about that statement ticket would Ronald, not us. Oh, yeah, we respect y'all. We don't, we don't, we don't like them. We just all we gotta, yeah, but they do. And all I gotta say is that if Zuoter turns out to be a disappointment, which I am probably 50, 50, 50 on right now, it, that's gonna be a horrible Valentine's Day present for a lot of people. Yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, this means two things. A, the answer's over. We don't have to worry about lawnmowers anymore. Uh, Thank you. And B. Mm -hmm. No more Takaharu. Yeah, and B, if you do like, um, if your girlfriend does like Tokusatsu and uh, Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, all that stuff, 
well, hey, you got a perfect date already planned out. It's cheap, affordable. You get a box of pizza from Domino's and you're good to go. No, uh, so it's... So what, and hey, if you don't have a girlfriend or a significant other, then hey, you can just, you know, still get a pizza, sit down, watch Super Sentai. Because, yeah. Hashtag Sentai and chill. Can I be a hashtag for real? Because I think it needs <laughs> to be. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil, why have I never thought of that? I, I need to go find a girl now and be like, hey, you want a Sentai and Phil? <laughs> She's like, what? Hey, I could. Mm, that like could probably work on a girl that I'm trying to get with right now, so. Hey, pretty girl. I'm gonna laugh here and let me. <laughs> you, know, you know what, Nathan? I'm gonna laugh oh at the girl gosh. that you're talking to listens to our podcast. Oh boy, yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I think she watched my interview with Dan Southworth. I'm not sure about that. Oh man, if she watches that and select our channel, then you're in trouble now, dude. <laughs> well, because she'll I... be expecting, she'll be expecting to come up to be like, "Hey, babe, want to go Sentai and Phil?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh. Well, I didn't mention her by name, so. Yes, <laughs> I just mentioned her by name. We all know your name is Nathan DeSaw. Yeah, but I could be a. There could be another Nathan DeSaw in this world, so. Who likes Toku? There's only one Nathan DeSaw there. With your voice. You can't be replaced, man, I'm sorry. In the last episode of this podcast, you were on video. Okay, you got a point there. You're kind of scared. <laughs> oh, well, I... If, I'm... The, if the girl's actually listening... Dude, they, dude. Guys, I'm nipping to stop. I can pull myself out of any hole that I'm in, so... Nathan, you need to check. need to just, just, look, at, just look at the chat. <laughs> a anyway, okay, um... Okay, that, that was completely derailed. Sorry about that, but... Sorry. Yeah, point Moving is... Uh, Zero just coming on. Uh, it might be good, it might suck, I don't know, and I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not, so, uh, for all you Sentai people out there who love it, just, uh, go in there with an open mind, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, just, just a quick clarification, I love <clears throat> Sentai a lot, I love Gokaiser, I love Gobuster, I love Kyoruzer. Same. Tokyuzer and Inzer, what the hell happened to Sentai? I don't know, I mean... Oh my god, it's like, terrible. I mean, aside from uh, the three characters in Tokyo that I don't like, it was, it's it's only bad because of some characters. With Ninja, it's pretty much everything. It's like... Yeah. How do I, mean, you... I don't know. Yeah, I, think we could <laughs> I think we could officially say, I mean, I'm not going to say that Ninja is that bad, but, like, I could almost say that maybe, like, a Ninja could be, like, officially, like, a... Like... Power Rangers is Operation Overdrive. I guess no, no, like it Super Sentai Operation. Is. Have there been worse? Ghost I mean, Ghost was, Stage was a little worse. Was a yeah. little worse, but but again, you quit at episode eighteen, so it could have gotten worse after that. Yeah, I mean, like episode eighteen could have been like the last, like, like it could have just ended just like that after eight, yeah, eighteen, and then yeah, no, but like because like because I like because I find that really interesting because like. Power Rangers is kind of still in its dark age. I mean, yes, it's during a good season right now, but until like we 
have like a series of good seasons. We can't officially say it's out of its dark age, but uh. We're, we're okay, slowly. when you say we're dark slowly. age, you make it sound like it's medieval. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you, you, you know where you know where what he means. I know what he means. But yeah, I mean the way I see it is that like the Dark Age of Power Rangers began with Mystic Force, which wasn't that bad, but it still kind of showed problems that were going to come up in other seasons. Then Operation Overdrive just came in and like hammered it in the head, like, yep. Hey, 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 hang on. Single Fury fixed it for a bit. It did. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you, you know what? We're not talking about Power Rangers here. We're here to talk about Common Rider, Ghosto. Yeah, but yeah, we're, so yeah, Go. we're just getting our brief thoughts on like what we think. Uh, is. I mean, maybe it'll be Jungle Fury. Like, it'll be a breath of fresh air, but who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. Go, 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 go. Anyway, Anthony, you want to do the honors? <clears throat> yes, I do. Hmm. All right, have fun. All right, so let's see. In this episode, you know. We're on Kamen Rider Ghost now. We're done with Sentai. Yeah, in this episode of uh, Ghost, <coughs> of course, you know, this is going to be about. Billy the Kid, and we are introduced to two new um, things called ghost gadgets that that was received um, to to a uh, Takuru was not ah oh, Takuru is I saying the name right Takuru yeah Takuru yeah. Yeah. yeah he receives them from um, you know old Grandpa Sage and he's like yeah yeah two new gadgets for you you know have fun <laughs> and they literally and it's like. Okay, it's kind of random. It's just two new things out of nowhere. And then, like, this is, you know, the bro episode. I'm going to call it the bro episode because you'll find out why. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> go ahead, Riz. You, no, you carry no, no, no. You, you, we'll, you, we'll you, get to the bro thing in a bit. Okay. So, what's happening is that, you know, they are. Accompanied by this, but this, they did receive this, like, you know, news of, like, trying to find this, uh, no, before that. Wow. It was a flashback. Okay. We're gonna, like, yeah. Take you skip. Time. Yeah, I'm skipping some stuff. Anthony, uh, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm you today you have failed I, this podcast. I'm out of it today because I'm kind of tired. <laughs> okay. Right, so, wait. for those of you who are still listening after Anthony's terrible excuse of a attempted summary, quiet. Sorry, Anthony. The um, subs, man, the subs. Yeah. <laughs> so, just to recap real quick, the mystery guy with the suitcase, Sionzi, comes by uh, Takahiro's father's grave, um, tries to pay his respects, and says to um, Takahiro's father, you know, he's already dead, to the grave, saying, Watch me accomplish what you had started, which kind of gives the ominous feeling of, oh god. Dun, dun, dun. He, uh, he and Takeda's father were in league, meaning they had something to do with whatever happened in the past. So, around the same time, Mikado comes by to also pay his respects to Takeda's father's grave, which I thought was kind of awkward. This but is a, okay. Uh, this set up an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic because Makoto respects Takeda's father, but he hates, but he hates Takeru. I think he has some, has some like serious beef with the dad too. Like, because mm-hmm. I remember like when I was watching it in overtime, he actually did call him a fool. But that, but you know, the overtime actually kind of like you know gives some of the characters like more like 
decent, like, decent amount of dialogue when it comes to like you know trash talking or bad mouthing you know some of the characters or whatever. That's my only thing. Other than that, the you know TV Nihon still you know does better in the, in the subs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So Mikado and the guy don't really interact anything. So that's the end scene. Meanwhile, Takiru has gone back down to the lab and um, sees his father standing in front of the monolith. And Takiru gives a really passing speech about how he won't hesitate anymore. He's going to study luminaries um, and, you know, be become a better person, attain the true power of everything, come back to life, all that good stuff. And he ends with the famous quote that we all love and know. I will live my life burning brightly forever. Foreshadowing. However, that was a dream. His father wasn't really there. He was sleeping. The Which cool thing about the thing I like about his father though is that uh, uh, his father's actually played by the guy who played Yellow Lion in Joji Sentai Live Band, so that's pretty cool. I mean, he was one of my favorite guys in that Sentai, so yeah. yeah. So real quick, I, I'm kind of concerned and kind of frightened by the idea. I didn't. I just realized this. He was dreaming, implying he was asleep, implying that he could sleep because he's dead. <coughs> I don't understand. Tokusatsu logic. Yeah. Yay. They 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 don't really flesh out the the constraints of being a ghost that well. Go 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 ghost. But that's not what it's about. It's uh, more about a. Uh... A teenager who was killed trying to come back to life and bettering himself along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Not a big deal in the long run. It really I mean, isn't, but it's kind of made me stop and think. Yeah. I mean, it may be. I mean, it's a minor nitpick, and I mean, I can see people like, like, pointing that out, but it's nothing to like hate the series over or anything. Oh no, definitely not. But still, something worthy of mention at least. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, once Takeda is actually awake and not, you know, asleep, because he's a you, you know what? I'm over that. I'm over it. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I'm over it. It's, it's over. Um, he has decided to start training, uh, now a bit more determined than before to actually win and do better, make his father proud, because he's like, well, father visited me in my dreams, and I must try and make father proud of me. Even though father died ten years ago, but whatever, you know. Uh, around the same time, Akari starts to wonder about like um, their mm. old childhood friend Mikado, who, yes, I'll just come out and say it right now because otherwise I'll get confused later on trying to keep track of who, what y'all know and what y'all don't know. Mikado is Spectre. Mikado is also the childhood friend of Akari and Takeda. They well, said it. And you know, I don't really. I mean, they kind of hinted at this, like, in the last episode, uh, where, because uh, <clears throat> there was a scene where Makoto was attacking Akari, and he was about, and he could have killed her, but then he backed off, and then his sister and the icon hinted that he had a past with Akari, so that was kind of foreshadowing, but mm -hmm. I think this is, like, bringing stuff in a little too uh, fast, especially since, like, they're also, because in this episode, Takaru also remembers Makoto, and there was yeah. nothing ever hinted yeah. that he had a friend named Makoto. I mean, at, it would I mean, have been, 
What about well, nice least had a scene in the first episode where it was his 18th birthday, you know, where like him like wondering, hey, I'm turning 18. Maybe my friend Makoto will come and like visit me or something like exactly, that. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, he never stops to wonder like 10 years ago his friends just vanished out of nowhere where he goes. Yeah. Because what I was thinking and, was. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Riz. Sorry. Good, good. Okay. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt you to this one, say something. God! Oh, it's trying to talk over me. Shh! <laughs> you had, you had, the, it had the worst timing. No, you do. It, anyway, what I was saying was, was that, like, you guys remember when, like, the last episode we saw, like, you know, Makoto just staring, like, menacingly at Tiger. I was thinking that, like, maybe he did recognize him. He was like, oh, hey, hey, Makoto, hey, hey, um, Koto, like, long time no see, whatever. Bye. No, I think Takeda's personality is more of a. Oh my God, Mikado's here! Oh my God, Mikado needs time. Mikado needs time. He like go crazy and like go hug him and like say what's going on, where's Cannon, and all that good stuff. But none, none of that happened. And I think what would happen is that Makoto would have just decked him in the face, like bitch. <laughs> yeah. So the thing that like really got to me, like what we're saying here, is that you know Mikado and Takeda, they have a past. But why is t t Mikado all of a sudden wanting to kill him? Makes zero sense. And you couldn't have at least hinted on this past, like, maybe, I mean, at least in episode 5, I mean... Because, I don't know, in episode yeah. 5, you were... Because, I mean, in episode 5, the only thing that Makoto did was just, like, act like a jerk. You could have at least gave, given some hints that he had a past with the car. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, oh, I can hear that still? Yeah. I mean, so I mean that it, it's not bad. I mean, I've seen stories that have been kind of rushed even worse in tokusatsu shows, but I mean, yeah, I don't go, know. Ghost has, Ghost has an issue with fast pacing, and we'll be talking a little bit more about the pacing uh, a little bit at the end of this episode. But yeah, yeah <laughs> it's uh, it's it's interesting, but we'll get there when we get there. Don't worry, we have a long way to go still. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, they're they're starting to wonder like what happened to Mikado, and they have a flashback to when Mikado and Takeda are kids, and they have these newspaper swords because kids have newspaper swords and they're trying to be like kendo masters, and the two of them are sparring, and Takeda asks for a timeout, <coughs> and Mikado taunts him saying, "How can you call for a timeout? I mean, you're just so weak, giving up already. I win," and Takeda's like. In typical Takeru fashion, even now, like 10 years later, don't say that. I haven't lost it. I don't believe I've lost. It's not over. I believe in myself. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Mikado's like, pfft, so stubborn. So, yeah, they've been rivals since childhood. Which makes sense given the way they're acting right now, but it's still the next time I want to kill him. Yeah, well, they, we, they feel more like friendly rivals, like maybe in the guard, like, uh, maybe someone like, uh, like, I really hate to, like, go, like, down this level, but maybe, like, an Ash and Gary sort of rivalry. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, obviously, ten years passed, whatever. Yeah, it's not a big deal at the moment in time. Um, however, Takara goes back down to the ba basement for real this time. Not a dream, not a whatever. He's actually in the basement this time, looking for Gramps, because he wants help on figuring out what's next. And, well, Gramps is not there. Surprise at a sensory, dude. He's never there. Nope. Instead, 
we find a lantern and a clock with notes saying, Yo, these are really awesome and useful. Use them. But no hints on what the lantern and the clock do, because <laughs> if you look at a lantern, you're like, oh, I guess I can light my way in a dark alley, but I have a cell phone that can light it for me. Or hey, a clock. That's really useful for anything at a time, but again, I have a cell phone. I can look at my clock up. I can look at the time of my clock on the phone. So I think that these ghost gadgets are pretty cool. Like, so far, they're probably, like, the best uh, civilian gadgets in a Kamen Rider season because, uh, I mean, they can do they do more than just scout. Like, as we'll find out later, like, the clock can be a gun or something, so you could yeah. actually defend yourself with that. Uh, you know, unlike, uh, like, I mean, the Camroids and O's were pretty cool. Uh, the food roids and Forza made absolutely no sense. Like a space theme series has like roids made out of like a hamburger and a hot dog. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, it's dumb. <laughs> well, we do have a henchin device that is a burger, so I mean, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and I mean the familiars in Wizard were okay. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I just can't. Re I can't remember the those guys doing really much of anything. Uh, but of course, that's Wizard in a nutshell. I can't really remember much from it, but uh, but uh, moving on. But yeah, these uh, all these gadgets are pretty cool. With like uh, like they're animals, which is kind of the, I mean, they're themed after animals, which is like the standard thing from the scouts. But you know, they're they're pretty. But I mean, they're cool. Like they have their uses outside of just being like, okay, you robot, like you go over there, you go over there, and just scout, and then after that, just I don't know, you just disappear or something. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, these things are pretty cool. Like, I guess as, I mean, Bram's just literally saying, like, these things are awesomely useful, and they kind of are. But we'll find out more about that later. Yeah. Anyway, um, while that's going on, Takeda notices on the whiteboard in the room that Gramps has also le left a clue to the next icon. And, dun-dun-dun, it's the next Billy icon. The kid. <laughs> Billy the Kid. So, I, I kind of want to stop here in a second and talk about the fact that the magnets are Drive and Ghost, respectively. Yeah, we can probably assume that this uh, episode probably takes place after the whole uh, Kamen Rider Ghost versus Kamen Rider Drive special. I mean... I, th I actually think it, it this happened after. I mean, or, well, no. Or what you said before? No, I said after. Yeah, I mean, and even if it doesn't happen after, I mean, like, like we saw in like a previous episode that, uh, you know, this does happen after the drive finale where, uh, where Takaru met uh, Shinosuke, so yeah. they would at least know there. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen. I think I'm pretty sure. I haven't sure. seen that movie, so I I wouldn't know if this would take place because I mean I don't know what Spectre's do in that movie. But I'm pretty sure this happened before. Th this had to have happened before the Ghost Drive crossover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But still, I mean, it's a cool. But even then, I mean, Kamen Rider Drive was a was kind of big in that city. Like everybody was talking about Drive. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it does make in-universe sense that he'd have his own magnet. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so that's a cool continuity I guess. nod. So, yeah, I like it. It just kind of gives us, all us Drive fans a reminder of that we had a great season then, and we're having a pretty good season right now. So Yeah. 
Although, of course, Riz has to get back to watching it, but we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We'll get to that anyway. 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 Um, while they're looking at the Billy Get a Kid clue, Onari runs down and uh, tells me they have a new case. And it turns out it's this guy who's talking about like how his best friend ever is uh, sane. So he's like, yeah, so my bro lives in this apartment complex. We've been friends for all our lives. We are like our own like secret bro handshake thing because we're bros and you know it's all cool because bro sips are awesome and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think my bro's an imposter because the bro didn't recognize my bro handshake with him. He was like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. And the bro's like, well, bro, you should know me because I'm your bro. So he's like, can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me get my bro, like, un, um, unweirded? Because I want my bro back because he's my bro. And while they're doing all this, uh, they're also trying to, they also get information from uh, Sibuya and Naruto. Naruto? Naruto. <laughs> yes, from Naruto. Believe it. Yeah, those, uh, oh, those guys are the two, uh, like, other people. I guess they're, like, lower than Onari. Onari. Like, they Onari. work at the uh, Daitenku Temple. So, so they come running in with this information peons. that uh Sayanz Sayanzoni Sayonji. Sanji. Sayonji, thank Sionji, you. Sayonji, yeah. Sayonji that um he's in the Western stop and that this a good if to hit wanna have any hope of, you know, catching him, getting everything sorted out. All that good stuff. But the bros didn't stand there like, Bro, I have a request to make of you, bro, like you can't just leave me alone here. You gotta help my bro out. <laughs> Like, my bro needs help. So, um, Takara says, look, I'll go with bro, you and, you and Akari go, do, check out the, uh, Sionzi. Uh, you guys take the lamp and the lantern and the clock. They may come, come in handy, but good luck figuring out what they actually do. Um, yeah, good luck. Y'all are in there. I'm with my bro friend here to go find his bro childhood friend. And for the record, these characters actually do have names, but we're just going to be calling them the bro and the other bro, because... Because, you know, they're, they're only going to last, like, one or two episodes. <laughs> so, and also, Riz had to wait till it's for this one to stop and use their real names. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, really. Sanio and... I think it's Tononari. Those names are boring. I'm having more fun doing the bro thing, dude. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we're on we're on team <laughs> Bro Digurin, anyways. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Takaru goes to the Bro to go find his other Bro at the Bro apartment complex. <laughs> and while they're walking around the apartment complex, they realize that all the neighbors are like looking at them like, "Bro, what are these guys doing here? What are they up to? It's not normal." And Takeda's like, bro, these guys are kind of, like, looking at us. What do we do? And bro's like, yeah, this is a brand new event that's been going on, like, the last few weeks. Ever since my bro got turned into, like, a not bro. And while they're walking around looking at all this, they see the bro. And the bro's just standing right there, like, you know, doing his own business. No big deal. So not acting like a bro. Not acting like a bro. So the bro walks up to the bro and is like, hey. Bro, secret handshake. Come on, let's go. And the bro's and then like, the bro's like, I'm not your bro, guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> not, my, not my bro. 
And then bro's like, I'm not your guy, pal. Yeah, instead of bro's <laughs> like, bro, but we're bros. Bro's like, I don't know who you are, so stop talking to me, bro. Go away. So the bro's like, you see what I mean? This isn't my bro anymore. Make him my bro again. I miss my bro. So He's, he's a guy now. Yeah, he's, he's obviously like, being <laughs> he's obviously being controlled by a gamma. I mean, yeah. Talkator actually yeah. realized that, that he's being controlled by a gamma before he can act. Um, the bro's like, "You and I are friends forever, bro. Even if we die, bro." And um, while they, while they're like in the middle of like talking, everyone just gets like blasted by a strong gust of wind, and uh, the bro gets knocked back into the fence, and the other bro that's not being a bro. <laughs> Just leaves because bro's like whatever, bro. You're not really important to me. So, um, we we see finally the Ganma of the week, and it's a bee-looking female Ganma, which I want to say is our first female Ganma of the season. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's official. Yeah. So there are girls in this. <laughs> Whoa, the Ganma is low, dude. So with the Gamma revealed, uh, Takaru fights, and uh, guess what happens? Uh, do you think A, Takaru beats the Ganma, B, Takaru turns into a god and is somehow able to uh, do something else, or C, Spectre shows up? And oh, if you're oh, interested, oh, C... wait, 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 no, you forgot the most important choice of the entire list. Which one? D, the bro, recognizes the other bro, and it's like, <laughs> bro! And the other bro's like, bro! And they did a secret bro handshake. And they're all brotastic because they're bros, you know? Okay, so if your answer was C, duh. <laughs> if your answer was D, also duh, but that's not what happens. <laughs> so, the correct answer is C. Spectre appears. This man, Spectre. This man, Spectre, can't let, let Takaru live. <laughs> Even though he's dead. But <laughs> 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 no, but it's like... Well, I don't have a life, so I'm just going to keep on trolling this other common writer and make sure that he doesn't have any life. Like, seriously, he well, just shows I, up all the time. Alive? Whenever Takuru is actually a, a living person? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So then you have it backwards, Ronald. Mikado has a life. He just wants to make sure Takuru doesn't have a life forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's seriously. You know, that is actually true. <laughs> That is kind of true, I guess. Still, I have to wonder how Makoto was just, like, tracking Takaru and able to find Seriously. him. Seriously. Like, almost every time he's outside, he's like, yeah, he's over there. <laughs> and the fight doesn't even go on, and, like, the fights don't even go on for, like, ten seconds. Yeah. Like... <laughs> he barely even starts a fight, and then Spectre's like, hey, man, I know you ain't starting a fight without me. Yeah, man, it's not cool, bro. When you gonna fight me? I'm your opponent now. I'm no, your man. opponent. You're fighting me now. Well, while we've uh, pretty much repeated ourselves with uh, Spectre showing up, uh, this time it isn't just a one-sided fight where Spectre just wails on uh, Takaru and he just, like, gets his butt kicked. But, uh, okay, so they fight a little bit. Uh, they both go... They both go to alternate forms. Takari uses Masashi and Makoto uses it's pronounced Nobunaga. 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 And, uh, you know they fight. Uh, Spectre. Uh, there is a like Spectre asks him if he's made his decision, and Takari says that 
you know, he hasn't changed his mind and he's going to protect everyone and he's going to come back alive. So, of course, Spectre has just about his whole studio like, oh, you are such a fool or something <laughs> like that. And so then they, you know, they use their Omega Drives and uh, this time Takaru doesn't win, but it ends in a draw. Like, they both get blown away. Yeah. So, this time Takaru didn't get mollywhopped like last time. So he actually, has he actually, gotten, he actually improved. They're wrong. Yeah. So Takaru has gotten stronger, mm-hmm. which Spectre does acknowledge. Uh, then, uh, you know, but he's not going to let Takaru win. But then here comes the bro, and he's calling for Takaru, and so Makoto leaves. <laughs> and the bro's like, the bro's gone, man. What do we do? <laughs> um... So Tucker says, wait here, I'm going to go figure out what's going on. With your bro. I'm going to go find your bro, bro, don't worry. So, you guys talk about Mikado at the water place yet? I yeah, we're at there. Okay. So, Mikado's at the river, thinking about what Takeda had said before, about when they were kids, blah, 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 and all that stuff, and... He's talking uh, to his little sister, Ken, and... In the and, little icon, because that's and, totally normal... Kenan's like, bro, son, you can't be doing this. Ronald, 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 if you're going to say it, say it right, okay? Hey, she's a female. In this instance, it's Onichan. Yeah. Onichan. 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 So. You only use the bro for the bros only. Yeah, man, you got to get it right. We have the brainwashed bro, and then we have the bro that's trying to save him. And for anybody who likes uh, exposition, uh, this scene is chopped full of ex- exposition. So yes, oh my god. It's like they puppeted a whole bunch of different stories into one episode. I had to cut a long story. So uh, Makoto's there, he's talking to his sister, uh, so he's not saying what he's thinking. And then Sionji appears, uh, and we actually find out his name here. We just were referring to him as Sionji because, well... Referring to him always just the mysterious man is kind of weird. Yeah. But, uh, and he's saying that he's helping Aron, the, uh, who was like the leader of the, I guess, some kind of leader figure of the Gamma. So, so then after that, uh, Sionji asks Makoto if he and his sister were the ones that got sucked into the Ganma world ten years ago. So, that's a big plot twist. Uh, that explains where. Makoto's been all this time. Yeah. And what happened there was that uh, there was like this experiment. Like he reveals that there was this ex- this experiment that he was working with with uh, Ryu. Uh, that's Takaru's dad. And they they were they were ghost hunters and they were doing a lot of research on the Ganma and the Ganma world, which is where the monolith came from. And as part of the experiment, like, they were able to open up a portal to the Gamma world, and that accidentally sucked Makoto and his sister inside. So, you know, and then after that, uh, Sionji hears Kanon speaking in the icon and asks about it, and Makoto suddenly gets incredibly angry, and, you know, he says, like, talk about my sister again and I'll kill you, or something. And... 
So, Sionji, realizing how scary it is, in fact, he does actually say how scary in his line, uh, he leaves, uh, and, well, Makoto flashes back to his sister getting sucked into the Gamma world, uh, and, you know, he just once again vows that he's going to get all 15 of the icons. Then after that, uh, Dumb. So then after that, he meets with Aaron, and, uh, you know, Alan. he has, yeah, Alan or Aaron, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, so he asks him who Sionji is, and, you know, he just said, like, eh, Sionji's just, like, some guy who's helping me out. Like, it doesn't really matter. And, uh, so, and he asks, like, Alan if he knows, uh, what happened ten years ago, but Alan doesn't know, so, but he does give... Makoto the Edison icon because I think it was in the last episode uh, he gave he actually gave him the Edison icon to do some uh, studying on but now that he's done with it uh, he's given it back to Makoto because he thinks it could be of some use to him and so now we do a scene change um, Sion G has arrived at the Western shop and this and there is this hat that belonged to Billy the Kid that is there at the shop. And while this is happening, Onari and Akari, they're watching. And in a strange sense, like, uh, Scion D is revealed to have power similar to the ghost. In fact, we actually revealed that there's a ghost driver in his bag. So that's, uh, that's pretty, uh, weird. I mean, does yeah. he have some common rider form? I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, he's pretty much able. Uh, he he's able to draw an eye, draw like an eye symbol over the head, which then results in him creating a Billy the Kid icon. So after that, uh, he leaves uh, because you know he has what he wants, and Onari and Akari they follow him, and <clears throat> uh, Onari and Akari they follow him to this warehouse. And then they try to confront him so that they can so that they can uh, get the icon. But Sionji Sionji hears them, and when they try to confront him, uh, he Sionji accidentally drops the Billy the Kid icon, and Onari grabs it. But then Sionji like uh, summons two basic Gamma, the foot soldiers for this season. Yep. And of course they can't see it, but a cool ability that this. Uh, lantern thing that it has is that it's able to shine light onto the Ganma and reveal them. Which basically uh, makes the, like, the, the revealing really useless. <laughs> yeah, so I really like yes. that gadget, but I just have yeah. to... I feel sorry for Akari. She works so hard on that mist, and now it's just completely obsolete. Mm. Yep. So it does beg the question of why didn't Gramps give them this gadget and... The answer is so simple, good. dude. Oh yeah, I forgot. There's, There's a, a real simple answer for this uh, thing. Yeah, that's what Gramps it is. Gramps yeah. is a troll. Exactly. It's too complex for you to oh. understand. Yeah, okay, Gramps. yeah. Gramps is a troll. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Right. Or I could just go with Brack's explanation. Too too complex for you to understand. <laughs> <laughs> or go to the explanation of... There's a simple explanation for this. Gramps is a troll, I guess. <laughs> but... Anyway. So they, uh, so they get attacked, uh, they, uh, 
But what happens is that uh, the clock is revealed to have a bat form, and it's able to use this sound wave that it emits, kind of like a sonic wave that bats some that bats actually use. That uh, it distracts the Ganma, and they're able to escape, and then they follow to Dakaru. So while that's happening, uh, Takaru, uh... Found a bro. Yeah, he's found the bro and all of the zombie bros. Like a big zombie bro gathering. And, and they're all, like, walking like a big zombie bro crowd, like... You know, it's like squad goals, you know? Like, you gotta have your squad on point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The squad has to be fleek, you know, ready to go on a moment's notice, everything. <laughs> and, you know, they're walking around, and Takaru's like, Bros, we're all going, looking all fleek. And the bros are like... Set up, human. We don't care about you. So Takeda's like, you're controlled by Ganma, bro. And the bros are like, no, we're not. I'm I'm obviously over exaggerating a little bit of this, but yeah. Oh no, he no, you're you're under exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> so Takeda looks so, at their necks and he realizes why they're bros because they all they, have like this little bro thing on their neck, which it's is called a bee. But you know, for the bros, it's another bro item under. It's like a it's like a necklace arm, you know. It's like a necklace arm it, thing. It's like a tattoo that all bros put on their necks to make sure, like, yeah, we're bros. Yeah. So, so um, there was he uses sword and stops them all up, <laughs> except he misses one. He misses the anti-bro, the one who got away, <laughs> the one that we that. all started about. The entire reason we're here, and he just forgets about it, like no big deal. NBD man, NBD. <laughs> Like, bros just wa runs off, and Takeda's like, oh, lol, I got all the bros, I'm happy. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, nobody's happy. Because the bros still not a bro. So, of course, uh, since Takaru just killed a bunch of her babies, uh, the Queen Bee shows up. Uh, that's the Gamma, by the way. And, uh... Queen Bee. <laughs> not and, uh, a bro, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but... And she attacks Takaru, and he henshins, and, you know, thankfully Spectre does not show up this time. But, uh, but what happens is, so Takaru attempts to use Dimashi, but then the Ganma, she, like, creates, like, hundreds of bees, so for, so now he has to deal with, like, a swarm of them. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> but then Onari and Akari, they arrive, and after they use the lantern to make the bees visible, uh, she, uh, Akari gives the Billy the Kid icon to Takaru, and Billy he to his Billy the Kid, uh, Billy the Kid Damashi, where he's where he uses uh, both his gun gun saber thing in its gun mode, and it and the uh, clock bat thing that they used to uh, find Takaru that out that also becomes a gun. So that's pretty useful actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah, and th this fight's supposed to be, like, a reference to how Billy the Kid could, like, shoot bees or something like that. Like, his accuracy was that great or something like that. Yeah, exactly with that. Like, uh, with the enhanced accuracy, Takaru's able to, uh, like, beat the Gamma down to her full body form. Uh, then Urusen pops up because, you know, uh, he always has to be there to be, like, some deus ex machina thing. And, uh, he, uh, Exposition. And he uh, has Takaru combine his two guns together, they form a rifle, and he uses his Omega Impact to finish the Gamma off, but of course, because Kamen Rider Ghost has suddenly decided that it wants to transition into the 
two-part formula of most common writer seasons. Uh, the gamma does not die. Uh, two base, two foot soldiers show up. Uh, the same ones that saw that Sionji summoned. They capture Onari and Akari. Uh, the B gamma is still alive, and so of course, when <clears throat> and of course it has fused with a con- with the construction site, so it's become big. So. Of course. I don't know what time it is, kids. Can, can, Captain Gustav! Can we just, like, comment on how, like, this is, like, the first Gama that has not died in one episode? Yep. It's the first or it's a parter. I mean, it's gonna happen. No, yeah, because, like, it's been a, it's like been a while since first two-parter. This is, like, the first two-parter in Ghost. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm shocked by that. I'm like, wow, this is the first Gama that hasn't, like, died and you know, it has the first two-parter. Yeah. So she's probably one more powerful Gamma, I guess we can say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then, uh, is just a bad shot, which is ironic because he's just really the kid. Right? <laughs> this episode's called the Legendary Gunman. How can you be a legendary gunman if you don't take out a Gamma with only one? <laughs> How could you miss? He was right in front of you. Look, man, he had a lot of things going on. He had to oh, go to the He was trying to reunite the two bros together, and he failed. He was starting to feel bad about it because he realized, man, I let that bro down. His yes, bro got away. That he, yes, but I don't think that he took, like, aiming class at the same class that Stormtroopers did. Okay, yeah. so... He clearly did. <laughs> I mean... And I'm talking more about the original trilogy, Stormtroopers, because the one that's in The Force Awakens are actually pretty good at shooting, but uh, that's well, the second yeah, point. Finn's a badass. But, uh, yeah, so the episode ends, uh, of course, since the monster grew, of course, uh, Takaru has to summon the Gokai Galleon ripoff. It's called Captain Toad. <laughs> and... Gokai Galleon! Uh, he transforms it into the Iguana Ghost Striker, which looks a lot to... Uh, like reference Star Wars again, which looks a lot like that giant lizard thing that Obi Wan can Obi Wan. You're wrote welcome in. for that reference. And because that's totally what I noticed the other day. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they attack, and uh, the episode ends with him like ramming the monster, and that's it. The like to be continued. T B T. Wait. G Kai coming right up. To be continued. There you go. TBT. That's Throwback Thursday. Wow. Wow. So, um, final thoughts on this episode, people? It is, a uh, very, very expository. That's for sure. <laughs> I felt like we were just, like, throwing, like, a whole bunch of stuff at us. Like, it's just like, here, here's the exposition. exposition, exposition. And we're just kind of like, Whoa, chill, exposition, we don't need all this. You know, I got the bro stuff we're doing, we don't need this. <laughs> and I think this episode alone can, I mean, it's a good episode, I'm not going to lie. Like, it is pretty good, but the problem is, is that, like, I think it's, like, a cool, it's, like, a big sign of how fast ghost pacing is, because, I mean, because I keep in mind, like, there's 15 icons, and we probably have, like, less than two that need to appear, plus... I mean, spoiler alert, we actually find that, like, almost all the icons have actually appeared. At the, like, they probably have appeared at this point in a later episode. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I mean, like I said earlier, like, the whole 
past with Makoto coming in. Like, I mean, it's cool that, that they have... That should have been hinted earlier. I mean, it's cool that they have a past, because, I mean, if anything, the whole... That's what I like, what they're doing with secondary writers these days, because, like, w- like, way back in a... Because, like, there are several shows where, se- where the secondary writers are just characters that they just, like, tack on. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, so... And, you know, like, the pat like... But with other series, you know, it's like they have, like, a personal past with, like, the uh, main writer, or they have, like, some form of past. So I really like it when they do that. But, I mean, to bring it up, like, just out of nowhere without any hints to it, that's kind of, that's that's pretty bad pacing on that part. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But I think what we can really be kind of concerned about, like, as far as the pacing goes, is that... You know, I mean, like, I think what I don't like here is that, <clears throat> like, has there been an episode that we've had yet where a new icon hasn't, like, been created? I mean, like, because there's, like, 15 icons, and we're, like, getting, like, one new icon, like, almost every episode, so... I don't think we got one on episode two. Yeah. Episode two is Edison. Um, was it? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think that's like the huge, uh, the huge so thing. Masasa was episode one. Episode two was Edison. Mm-hmm. Episode was three was Robin Hood. Robin Four was Newton. But Newton was in a cro- uh, crossroads. It was actually right? Nobunaga. Yeah, and like kind of Nobunaga. Five, five, five was. Five was like an official use of Nobunaga and using. Wait, was this the one where? Yeah, um, yeah, both Nobunaga and Tutankhamun. Yeah, debuted. What's really wrong is that like I think Nobunaga was like nine. I think like uh, Tutankhamun was like ten because like they have numbers on the uh, icons. Yeah. And then, uh, the episode right before this was, uh, damn, what was episode six? Episode six was Beethoven, right? No, 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 no. Was it? Yeah, episode six was Beethoven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... But yeah, that. But yeah, so I mean, that's like the point that I'm trying to make. Like, they're moving way too fast with introducing all of these new icons. Like, I mean, like when when this series started, honestly, I thought that that we would like first get maybe up to Newton, and then we'd have a break before he got more. Yeah, I thought he would like get up to like because they all... get like, a couple more after that. Yeah, because always with the um, like the previews for Ghost and stuff before the series even started, they always kind of kind of portrayed. They always portrayed Musashi, Edison, uh, New- Newton, and Robin Hood as kind of the main core kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ones. I mean, those those are the ones that show up in the opening, that are all like flying around talking 
So I, I figured those would be like his first like starter set. set. His, go to, his go to set, yeah. Yeah. Before we before we started getting all these other ones, but, but then but since there's fifteen of them, they have to like diverse that a bit. But they sometimes they do hack in like receiving, you know, their moment to shine. You know, like Beethoven, yeah. for instance. Uh, Beethoven. And this whole uh, like search for the icons thing, like, I mean, what they're doing is perfectly fine. But I think if they wanted to like drag out this whole like, actually make this story a bit more interesting, like, I mean, and of course, you know, I'm gonna bring up those again, but, you know, I can't really help it, because I just love that series, but, uh, Me too. but, and, I mean, I think everybody knows what I'm gonna say here, like, so, O's kind of had a plot similar to this, like, okay, so, the gimmick for O's was, like, these coin things called core metals, which, uh, the one like uh, goes where you use like one of them, like you had to use like up to three of them in order to become O's. But uh, but the whole plot of that series was that uh, like the villains as well as one of the ally characters, Ankh, who was kind of a villain, kind of a good guy. Like that that you'll have to watch the series in order to get what I'm talking about. But um, he and all of his villains are trying to collect all these core metals because that's what helps them like revive it's like what makes up their bodies and all that and like and edgy uh who's coming writer o's while he's trying to also protect uh the world from the greed he's also helping on collect his core metals and and the cool thing was that like when o starts like there's no new core metals that ever appear like all the core metals are pretty much already out there and like like, almost every episode will end, like, maybe Edgy will gain a core medal, but then he'll lose, like, two of them, or maybe he'll gain three and then, like, lose one, or something like that. Like, it's just an internal struggle that never mm-hmm. really ended, like, and, you know, I always would have liked if that would be, like, with Ghost. Like, maybe he could loot, like, he starts off with maybe, like, one icon, and, then, and like, maybe gaining, like, two or three icons after that is fine, but... Then, like, by the middle of the series of, like, where we're at now, he could, like, maybe lose an icon, but then get yeah. another. Lose so, a lot. So, you know, like, <clears throat> because that would make it a bit more interesting and probably make the Gamma out to be pretty successful villains. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially since, like, we have, like, several different factions now because we have Spectre, who's kind of neutral, and then we have the Gamma, and then we have... And then we have the mystery man who, yes, he's saying that he's trying to be Gamma, but like, but like, he might as well just be a different frat faction. And then we have Ghost. So I think, if anything, this whole like struggle for like that was done in O's would work perfectly in this scenario. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I think they actually are doing that, but just not as effective as of now. Cause I do like the aspect, you know, like they, like you were saying before about how like taking like, an icon, receiving an icon. I feel like like that element brings out more like the tension better. Like like you said before, like you know, like he's a chance of winning. He also has a chance of losing as well. Yeah. Because you know the good guy, you know the struggle of good guys always win. But at the same time, the bad guys can have their little win too. Like for instance, um, I know this is like off topic since I'm not this is not Toku related. It's powers related with what they did with SPD. Mm-hmm. And SPD. You know, they you know, they thought they were winning, but they actually they were secretly losing because, you know, Grom was secretly planning 
all these events behind the Rangers' backs and stuff. Yeah, and Grum managed to like steal all those diamonds and that gold and all that, mm -hmm. which ended yep. up helping in the end. Yep, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know, like, I guess the way, but I think to just like kind of go back and like, like the reason why I brought up that whole thing with like why there should be more of a struggle for the icons, I just think that it all kind of comes back to this episode kind of showing how kind of quickly paced this series is. Like, it's not like it's not as bad as something like an Operation Overdrive, where, like, it's moving so fast that you can't even understand what's going on. But, uh... But... At the same time, I mean, like... I mean, in this episode alone, we find out about Makoto and Kanon's past, and Sionji's past, and, you know... Dakaru suddenly has a friend named Makoto, so I mean, all of these could, I mean, like, maybe you could have revealed, like, each of these in, like, several past episodes, especially since we mm. haven't even seen much of Sionji in the past, and yet now we're just suddenly decided. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's kind of the negative parts, but the positives are that, you know, it it shows how, well, t how far Dakaru has come since he began, since, uh, which I know is technically not saying much since we're still in the beginning of the series, but and, we have seen that he's gotten stronger. And we and we've we've established some relationships going on between Takaru and Makoto and Takaru with Sayonji. So mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and given how we've all pretty much caught up, like we we can pretty much guarantee you that the series is get it's gonna get better as time goes on. This episode just kind of uh just kind of brought up way too many plot elements at the same time. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I get. I mean, maybe it had something to do from behind the scenes. Like, maybe the writers were just arguing, and then they suddenly decided to like do this, so they had to like cram it all in this one episode. <laughs> but I mean, but I don't know. I mean, it it it's still a good episode. Like, yeah. Ghost has yet to put out a bad episode, which is pretty good. It's impressive. Very. Like I said, the only problem I had with it was too much exposition on like characters who just happened to be in the story. I'm like, really? Now you put them in here? Yeah. Yeah. The Billy the Kid, uh, Devonshi is pretty cool though, as far as new forms go. I yeah. like. Mm. But all oh, they had to. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, Anthony. Because like all they had to simply had to do was like introduce the name, just drop names and hints in the in like beginning. That would have been established the character early on, and then we had to figure out who that person was. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is the guy that he was talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the way I see it. But go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm no. I was just gonna say like, uh, you know, it's a cool new form. Uh, hopefully, it's not just gonna end up like Beethoven and just be like one that they only use this one episode, and then suddenly yeah. it just becomes irrelevant. But yeah. It's, uh, I don't think there's really much that we can say about this episode other than that yeah. it may have been a little too expository, but it's still good. I just I mean, have one thing to say. Yeah, go ahead. It was brotastic. Uh, Very yeah. brotastic. Very brotastic. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I, I will also say that I'm glad that a Ghost is now kind of starting to transition into the two-part formula, because I don't know. I just 
kind of always like that formula. Like, I think it made yeah. Kamen Rider a little bit more unique in comparison to Sentai. So, I mean, hopefully well, it'll be more Super like Super Sentai did it, too. Super Sentai did it, too. Yeah, but I mean, like, not as frequently. Like, sometimes Super Sentai will have those standalone episodes. So, like, I mean, I, I'm not sure how to explain it. Like... I mean, I, I think, like, just two, like, the two-part formula is a big problem, I guess you could say. Mm. I guess. But, yeah, uh, this, um, yeah, well, and we'll pretty much be talking about part two next time, but, you know, as far as, like, for our first episode of a, uh, two-part goes, uh, this episode's pretty good. It's bro to bro, fantastic. Hmm? Bro. Anyway, any final thoughts? I don't know, I just said I'm good. I think we already does where our final thoughts. <laughs> I mean, like, any final, final thoughts? Like, anything else you want to get out of your No, no, I just said my piece. You said your piece? Ronald? I mean, I know you got, like, your qualms about not saying anything in episode 5. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should probably let Ronald say what he wanted yeah. to say about episode oh, five. Yeah, 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 we kind of forgot to include Ronald in episode five. I'm, I'm, I, subs, subs, these guys owe y'all an apology, okay? Because they missed out on one of the best scenes in this entire show, okay? When, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> when, no, 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 this is one of the best scenes in ghost okay when when this when this man specter first did his official henshin and and then he was about to come in to take uh takaru's icons and that ganma said that ganma was like hey man get out of the way and the inspector was like no nah man whatever and then the the, the uh ganma got butthurt and shot him in the back and specter he turned around quick and he just <laughs> he just stared at that man for a good like five seconds like boy you have angered the wrong one okay you're dead okay you're dead to me <laughs> that, that, that was a hilariously badass moment very alright Ronald are you happy now you got enough success finally hey, hey. not only am I happy the subs are happy we're getting like 500 subs just for explaining that moment we're all good <laughs> let's go wrap this up I expect 500 <laughs> subs by morning now <laughs> alright if I don't get him, you got a price to pay. <laughs> you must. mess with the wrong podcaster, and Riz is gonna do what Spectre did. So I'll make it. I'll make, yeah. I'll make it. I'll make it drive you to death. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're getting way off topic. We're done here. Um, as always, we are Toku Secrets. Um, we're on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you think. Um, we're not on video today. And I'm sorry about that, but we had some trouble getting video working tonight, and I didn't feel like fighting it for like another two hours, so... Yeah, where's Zadio? I might try doing video in the future. It just kind of depends on how easy it is to do it again. Because everything hates us. <laughs> so...
So until next time, took the secrets out. Peace out.